Welcome to The Hunter's Home, a Monster Hunter community podcast for hunters by hunters. Welcome, Hunters, to the Hunters Hub, episode 16. Um, today is our second episode post-Monster Hunter World. Um, we're still going to worry about spoilers. Um, Lobo here has only gotten through, um, what is it, just early high rank still? Yeah, still doing the early part of the first uh, event once you hit high rank. So we're not going to go too far into that, uh, not only for Lobo's sake, but it also helps for any listeners who haven't got that far yet and who aren't like me and put 90 plus hours into the game at this point. <laughs> um, so today uh, it's I, hello, Fortuan, uh, and Loberin. Uh, hello. Host. And today we're joined by uh, a guest, uh, Grim Angel, uh, who is uh, one of our newest mod on the Our Monster Hunter sub. Hello. Hey. Um, so, real quick, we're going to get into the boring spiel about things. Uh, we're on iTunes now, if you can find us. Um, YouTube, SoundCloud. Uh, we have a Patreon out there to search Hunter Sub. And he's... Give us a like, a shout out, anything you want to do. Uh, any visibility helps. So uh, we'll just get right into what we're going to talk about. Um, today we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk about armor and armor skills, uh, which is one thing. And then the second thing, uh, Lobo is going to get into bow guns. And we're going to talk about those and all the changes they went through. So uh, first of all, though, uh, just a little point of reference. Um, just to get an idea where everyone's at, uh, I have completed the game entirely uh, as far as the story goes. There are still things to do afterwards. Uh, I don't think that's much of a spoiler, but uh, I'm basically gearing up post-end game boss. Uh, what about you, Grim? Where are you at? I, like you, am 96, I think, hours and counting into the game. Mm-hmm. Um and I am now HR 51, so I am very deep into the post-game uh, where there's kind of like hyper monsters from Generation or Apex from For You, their equivalent in this game, and working on kind of the post-game upgrades and armor sets and whatever. So, Sure. And Lobo, as we mentioned, you are early high rank. Uh, that means you just broke into it. Like, literally, that's the first thing you did, and then you just started grinding after that. Yeah, so I hit high rank, and I started making uh, high rank gear, high rank weapons, just trying to get a foothold so I can just burn through the rest of it. 
Oh man. So funny story about high rank. I made the the hunter's gear, the, the, the leather basically set and high rank. And I blew through a lot of the early high rank content on that. Um, whereas all of my friends like grinded Zora Magdaris um, and got it set. So I actually made the Zora Magdaris set because yeah. I made his set and his gun lance because they go together pretty good. And, you know, a blast gun lance is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Cool. I think I I think I made the low rank bone armor and upgraded it all the way until I got the high rank bone armor and I used that all the way pretty much all the way through high wow. rank. I, I mentioned this last time. Up until Anjanath I used low rank bone armor unupgraded. <laughs> Ooh, unupgraded Oops. would be rough. <laughs> and then I made Toby. I never upgraded anything until I started getting into high rank. Um, that said, uh, we're going to preface this into like some heavy spoilers when I'm going to get into the armor sets. Um, Lobo, uh, I'm going to ask you just real quick. Do you know... So we all talked about the leaks, right? Right. Um, um, how do you the, feel about the subspecies? Are you um, okay talking about those? So I know about the two, you know, flagship dudes. Okay. Um... Subspecies is not a big thing for me. Like I said, the only okay. the only thing I do not want spoiled is you know corpse dragon from the trailer. That's the only thing I'm really intent on finding out for myself. So if I refer to him, I will refer to him as Cor- corpse dragon. How about Perfect. That? All right. Um, that aside, uh, so armor sets are very different from how they operated in every previous game. Um, which have operated the exact same since Monster Hunter Dose and onward. Uh, Monster Hunter 1 kind of worked the same, but it was hidden from you. Um, Yeah, you just wore armor and then, oh, I have these skills and I don't know. Oh, maybe it's because I'm wearing three pieces of Diablos. (laughs) Oh my, I'm really glad I uh, didn't experience yeah it was basically um you only really mixed sets were a thing but they were like really theory crafted stuff like it was all trial and error the Uh, more i learned about monster hunter one and other early installments the more i'm realizing it's just that all the games are a dev team slowly learning how to be friendly to people in their ui (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad i started it for (laughs) oh man yeah it's I, I tell you what, it was good enough back in the day to get me hooked. And I, uh, you can ask a lot of people, I am a person who burns a game out in a month and moves on. Um, I'm, not, uh, I'm not a guy who gets hooked on a lot of different series aside from my favorite three, and Monster Hunter being number one. So um, it was good enough to get me hooked game one. So... Uh, we talk it down a lot because, yeah, it was pretty much the Dark Ages of Monster Hunter, but it is still really good. Um, th- you should watch some videos, though. Fair enough. And not play it. I would say that. <laughs> you don't want to suggest people go hunt with the right thumbstick again? No, I never want people to do that. It's, that was horrible. <laughs> and it was horrible as a great, great sword user who only had three attacks. It was still horrible. Great sword user, uh, as I mentioned, my second thousand hours. 
or my second save, <laughs> I should say. Um, so, oh. No, go ahead. I did have just one quick question about Monster Hunter 1, and I haven't found this. Is it true that while there wasn't dual blades, you had to start them as like a sword and shield and then upgrade a sword and shield to dual blades? Yeah, so this has been sort of like a blank spot for me in those games because uh, I, like this time around, I just sort of mained a weapon and I never touched sword and shield aside from the starting set. Okay. Um, I do believe that is correct. I do believe that I would remember a friend talking about that because he was really into it. Um, But this is, I mean, we're talking like 14 years ago now. Oh, wow. Like Christmas 14 years ago. So (laughs) it'll be this Christmas coming up in 2018, 14 years ago. Um, But anyways, yeah, it's a a long ways back. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, so back to... You know, modern day, the armor skills um, have always been driven by points. Um, And you get X amount of points. And, you know, 10 is the usual threshold for starting a skill. Sometimes higher skills require more. But essentially, you get points to hit a cap and you get that skill. And if there's upgrades of that skill, you have to do 15, 20, or however. You know, it depends on the skill, right? Uh, You can have negative skills. You get, like... Oh no, like uh, my sword gets like super dull, super quick, and that kind of stuff. And you gotta balance getting out, rooting out the bad skills, uh, and increasing the good skills or adding good skills. The system in Monster Hunter World is literally just nodes. Um, think of it as you have 10 points in this skill if you translate it back to the old games. Here you go. The gloves give you this. Oh, and by the way, it also gives you 20 on Handicraft, which Handicraft has been severely nerfed as a result. But, hey, it's still good. Yeah, there's five levels now instead of two, I think. Yeah, yeah. Plus 10 sharpness on the first level. Woo! <laughs> I mean, I like it, but still. That's all. Hey, go pick up a gun lance, and then you'll celebrate that 10 sharpness. Oh, I'm using longsword. I celebrate any sort of extra sharpness. I think dulls like freaking. I think the only thing that I've ever seen dull more than dual blades is a gun lance, though. <laughs> the shelling is crazy. My friend, uh, I don't, I don't use. Well, yeah, the, yeah, I don't use it that often. My friend's been playing insect glaive, and he's according to him, every low rank insect glaive is just terrible because you run out of. I would sharpness believe that, especially if you seconds. haven't adjusted to the new motion values that they put on. Uh, insect glaive and he's playing oh my, the, uh, he's one of those <laughs> the flying around the sky version of insect glaive so yep yep <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically what we have here is this total new system that sort of like what it seems to be doing is rewarding mixed sets because now you're like, okay, I want this skill from this piece, uh, this skill from this piece, and this skill from this piece. Um, which is cool, but there's this counter system of, hey, if you're wearing X amount of pieces of this set, you also get this skill, which typically is a better skill. And they tend to be like some of the older skills, like uh, Punishing Draw and that kind of stuff. Um, so... Just in general, how do you guys feel about this change? Uh, like now that we've really got to get into some real crafting, 
I love it. I'm glad that ne- that negative, you know, bad skills are dead. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There was one exception to that, and I really liked having negative 10 sneak, which turned into taunt, because <laughs> it forced things to target me that I could guard point off of. Yeah. Is there no taunt uh, skill anymore? I believe it's just the challenger mantle. mantle now. Yeah. Ooh. Which I haven't got yet. Uh, I don't remember how you unlocked that. that I got a, it is that passively. Option? I think it's just a side quest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an optional. There's a ton of optional things. And, uh, full disclosure, I, for the first time, have not completed every star as I went on. I've done that in every Monster Hunter game. I have just ignored optional quests, almost. Um, I've mostly been going for story, grinding, and uh, investigations. Um I like I that there's... Oh, sorry. Sorry, I, I was like, I don't... I mean, it's mostly because my friends have sort of rushed and I've kind of tried to keep up with them. And I'll uh, once I finish this set that I'm working on, I will probably go back and do optionals. So. Anyways, go ahead, Lobo. I like that you can adapt a lot more because I love these one-point skills mm-hmm. and the fact that you can... Like, previously, you'd have to build a full set... Uh, like a full mix set for each weapon like you couldn't just swap out one piece it would never work you'd have to revamp the whole thing right now i have example my um i'm wearing volzor magdros for my gun lance pretty much except for later on i figured out well i don't really use items so the bomb up skill like the stuff that makes your barrel bombs do more damage was kind of mm-hmm. useless to me so i swapped out the two pieces that had those for speed sharpening because gun lance and then yeah. now that I have a bow, I can that has blast damage, and nobody needs to tell me this is a bad set. I, I understand. Uh, I'm going to be swapping out those speed sharpening ones for focus uh, items, and I can still keep the top three items for that blast attack up. So it's much easier to swap around between weapons and bounce between different things when you don't have to, you know, do some. Uh, engineering to figure out how to exactly get 10 points and all the skills you want. You mean yeah. you don't need a resource outside of the game to look up how to make mixed sets? Whoa. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can uninstall uh, Athena's armor thing from my computer now. <laughs> to be fair, that's still sort of there when you get to post game. Like, I was. Uh, yeah. I've. I also play bow really heavily, plus charge blade, dual blades. And I haven't yet gotten into Insect Glaive on this one, but I played it a lot in For You. And I also played some Hammer on the way through World, which was a first for me. But uh, I definitely have what I came through high rank with still, which is um, the the Meat Dog Odogaron, um, which ha- is very sharpness-oriented. It's got speed sharpening it's got something that was actually in generations and double yes. cross which was uh, heavy polish which gives you a minute of uh, sharpness not decaying at all after sharpening mm-hmm. um, and it's a general blade master set there's some crit a little bit mm-hmm. of crit on it there's a little bit of uh, I forget what the other one on it was but it was very much about maintaining sharpness and restoring sharpness very quickly and then having some crit to go along with it. And it was just a real good entry-level thing. You could swap a piece here or there. You'd still be fine. Um, 
but as I've gotten later, I have now almost three complete bow sets. One's the, one that's oriented to piercing, one that's oriented to the normal shots, and one that's kind of just a... I don't know. It's not a very good set. But uh, the, two, the two other ones that I have that are very specialized took some engineering outside of the game. I haven't used outside of the game yet. I just sort of theorycrafted my own stuff, put it together, and I was like, yeah, I kind of like how this works. I didn't have something to put it together for me, like I want this skill and I want this skill, but I did definitely have to like start writing down stuff and what's on what pieces and can I make this work. The only thing I've used out of games so far is it was just more of a I don't I don't have all the armor revealed obviously yet. So it was just me searching. I went to Chronico and looked at the skills of like, okay, what all gives me free element? Which, by the way, is a three point skill now. You can have one, two, or three points, and is much easier to get than previously, where you had to like, you know, sacrifice everything in order to awaken an element. Now you can you can get it pretty easily now. Yeah, I like that it's in stages too. So even if you can't get three points in it, you can get one point in it and still get a third of the usefulness out of it. Yeah, like my current set, I have two because I built an a charm for it, and there's a point of it on. Zora's waste, but there's no way I can get a third thing yet without a lucky gem drop. So yeah, I'm just using two points. Yeah, that's that's the other aspect of this is uh, every armor set instead of being blade master and gunner, you have which I love alpha by the way. beta. Uh, yes, the split's uh, gone and this makes me happy. So. <laughs> here so i have some thoughts on it i like it but um there's a there's a challenge for it in my brain i guess so what it is and uh, correct me if i'm wrong because i just i don't i haven't got uh to farming enough to really sort of uh, get a set optimize it yet i've just sort of made a set uh buffed up the defense on it as far as i could and sort of just kept with the alpha most of the time i haven't got into the whole beta stuff yet but essentially, to, to explain, Alpha has typically two skills on an armor, and not just two nodes, like two separate skills, sometimes one or two nodes. Um, uh, and then the beta is that top skill that the Alpha had, but instead it has uh, gem slots, or uh, which, you know, skill gems are, have been a thing in the past couple of Monster Hunter games, where you go, hey, you get you know points if you put in this gem. Well, now you are ninety-nine percent right. Uh, there are I discovered there are some alpha pieces yes. that have gem slots. So what the beta sets are is what the alpha one is, like you said, minus whatever the second skill option is, with an additional gem slot. And a lot of times, instead of it being a level one gem, it's a level two or a level three gem slot. Right. Yeah. It's essentially the formula is top skill more gems <laughs> yes top uh, skill plus an additional gem yep or two um, sometimes i think yeah yeah i think it is two in some aspects um didn't so, they have something similar in generations and uh or not generations but the end of double cross no where you would have two sets and one of them had more slots in it no they didn't do that they just had the the mantis boss i can't think of its name right now but it had a unique skill setup on it where if you had the full set, 
it would give plus two points to any skill. So you only needed eight and something to actually have it activate because it would jump it immediately to ten. And then it would also double any points that you had on your talisman, mm-hmm. which included anything you had gemmed in. So if you had a four four three slot talisman and put four points of something into the the slots on the talisman, you could have a talisman that gave you plus 10 to three separate skills. Oh, okay. I I thought I remembered something else, but it must must have been misremembering. That's all I found, and I put... I think that's the one that I have the most time into is Double Cross. I've got three, four hundred hours into it. I've got almost four hundred hours into it. I haven't broke 100. I literally just got into the village high rank and I kind of quit. I fell in love with bow during <laughs> that and adept bow is super fun to play. It's off topic though. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so basically that's that's how these different skill, you know, armors and skills work. Um, but uh, as I mentioned, there are special skills for doing x amount of pieces in the set and uh, a lot of times the stronger ones require four pieces or or that kind of thing so um what i did so i was looking you know through all this stuff and i'm kind of feeling i kind of felt like um there isn't a lot of skills or, or armor sets that i was super excited about this time around if that makes any sense i'm looking at the skills i'm like okay it's 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 good right but i'm not feeling like okay this is the set that i want to use you know that kind of thing there hasn't been many sets that i feel like the skills are a bit muted now if that makes sense i would definitely agree with that um it's hard for me even still to look through and say oh well that one point of attack well it's just three attack i don't i don't really care about that to put together in my head that oh well if i use this and this and this it's not just a point in attack it's now six points in attack and that's actually really nice like i have a hard time doing that it would be really nice if when you previewed the appearance of a piece of armor say i wanted to make a mix set and i'm like hey what does this look like and you hit square on the different pieces and it previews what it looks like and you're like hey that looks pretty cool all right whatever Mm it would be nice if i could also hit skill info at that point and it would show me the previewed armors pieces uh, the skills together. I thought you could I, do that by hitting L two or R two. Tried and that. Bump it over but to show you. Everything. Sometimes I just get like the single skill that I was looking at, and not the not even the piece of armor, just the skill like attack oh. one. And it, I don't know if it's got a. I I might. I'm probably doing huh. it wrong, honestly. But so when you do a skill preview, you're looking at what you're currently wearing. I don't know of anything that you're that you can do. Like, hey, I. What, what happens if I put this on? I don't I don't know how that works. Um, maybe it's just another tab on the item info or something. I'm, I've been doing a lot of uh, using the item info to see what skills do, since there's a lot of new ones, it feels like, or other ones, um, you know, have been redesigned for sure. Um, it's just, it's just weird, right? It's like the, one of the most important systems in monster hunter from like i don't know monster hunter one even though it was really obscured and now it kind of feels like it's still important but it feels as someone who's played it before it feels 
kneecapped almost. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not bad, but it's like I kind of am not excited. And I used to theory craft <clears throat> sets all the time. I don't know. That's just like my take on it. Now, granted, there are um, the weapons I really like. Like, a lot of the weapons feel a ton stronger. At least they look that way. I don't I don't know that they're stronger. They feel much more polished, though. Yes. Yeah, you don't see a lot of only taking up half of the sharpness bar. <laughs> um, so, um, one of the sets that I made that um, sort of gets around and utilizes the the whole like hey this is like a x where you wear this x amount this is where i kind of got into a little bit of theory crafting is that um i was looking around at sets and i was like okay so pink rathian only requires three pieces so what three pieces can i use that i really care about the skills on um and i decided that that was the gloves the belt and the feet of pink rathian so that gave me pink rathian's ability which is if is you poison cool. something they're poisoned for longer oh that's kind of cool um so yeah i, I not it's the thematic to, to rathian pink rathian also um, poison is a lot stronger in worlds holy cow yeah <laughs> uh, and i use the wyvern blade holy which is the end tree of the uh, poison longsword um mm. It's a cool decent, it, it, yeah. It's it's one of the better poison weapons that I've seen. Um, I think the hammer one's really good too. It's the Puke Puke hammer one. Mm-hmm. I heavily it? upgraded it. It was one of the better poison weapons I think I saw. Yeah, I mean, like the, let alone the fact that poison is a bit stronger. Um, these poison weapons don't feel very handicapped for being a status weapon. You know what I mean? I, like status weapons used to suck. I totally agree. And by the the flip side mm-hmm. to that is, I think they finally balanced blast. So a lot of yeah. blast weapons yep. either require uh, free element, which previously used to be called awakening, um, to be able to utilize. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that you do need that for they generally have some sort of penalty to them. A lot of them have really low sharpness levels. Uh, some of them don't even hit blue natural sharpness, even at totally fully upgraded. Um, my uh, my gun lance that has blast uh, has negative 10 affinity on it. <laughs> right. You know, you have negative like... affinity on things. Um, there's a lot... There's a lot that you have to go out of your way to deal with to utilize Blast in most cases. Um, The thing for bows that stood out to me is there's only three bows total that can use Blast. Two of them require Awakening or Free Element. Mm -hmm. Um, None of them can use Power Coatings. Ooh, harsh. Which I did notice. Well, we'll cover that later. Anyways, go on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah well we're getting there yeah uh, so uh to, to sort of like go still go with what i was talking about my mix set i was like so what two i two pieces of gear can i do can i do to get some decent skills um or something that would get me excited so what i found is the uh, and 
I was well, I was trying to figure this out, and I'm still trying to farm Rathian, uh, Pink Rathian. Um, I decided to randomly go on an SOS hunt, um, and I just hit no filters whatsoever, plus quest. Let's do it, right? I was just, uh, just I don't know. I was just trying to clear my head, do a different hunt or something. And I saw that there was uh, an Odogaran investigation for plus rank, uh, high rank. And I go in there, uh, and Odogaran is one of my favorite monsters to fight. It just feels so cool. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. So I go in there. Um, we, I'm severely undergeared because I'm still using... I'm still at this point in the full like hunter uh, hunter gear plus. <laughs> I'm not. I'm in no shape to be fighting Odogaran, but I don't even cart. I was playing really well because um, I really like Odogaran, uh, and uh, uh, we kill it. I get a couple parts from it. I can finally look at the Odogaran plus set, and I'm looking at the head and the the, the chest, and I'm like, oh, so it has. Uh, I think it has not handicraft, but it has the sh some sharpening skill on the chest. And speed sharpening, I think. Yeah, speed sharpening two or one. Um, but it's one of them, it's, one it's of them cool. I think has two, and one of them has one. So you end up with three of three, which is really nice because it's a single swipe and you're done. I want to say it's two, um, and the head of a dogger end, which looks really cool. Um, I wore this for a long time. Uh, does the peak performance? Um, so I was like, "Holy cow!" Peak performance is like really good in this game, especially if you're using health booster, because um, you can sort of like, "Oh, I got kind of kicked." Oh, okay, I'm back at peak performance. I don't have to use a potion. So um, there's a lot more ways to keep your health up and. One of the things of longsword is countering, so you don't take damage. So uh, I just like I try to stay at peak performance now, and I, it's just how I've been playing. It's actually changed my playstyle a bit, um, and I've been I really enjoyed that set. Well, here's the thing: Odogren has a two-set bonus, two-piece bonus, which is punishing draw. And oh. I was like, okay. Granted, it's not happened very often. But when it does, KOing with a longsword is the funniest thing ever. So I have a quick question about Punish Draw. And this is yeah. more, I, don't, I know neither of you really are dual blade dudes. And mm -hmm. this is kind of directed at the audience because no one's answered me on Reddit yet. Does Punish Draw with dual, dual blades where you unsheath with the big spinny slash. That was something really stupid you could do in Generations. Does it still work? Yes, it's still if you have multiple hits to a single press of an action, it counts the whole oh, time. Oh, that's awesome. Because I thought that was the funniest thing to see dual blades knocking out things with Punish Draw. So, <laughs> on top of this, this is minor spoiler, is there is a mantle you can get called a KO mantle, or an impact mantle. Oh, man. It adds impact damage, KO damage, to attacks that normally don't do KO damage, or things that do normally KO, like hammers and hunting horns to the face, it doubles their KO values while it's active. Uh, I am currently obsessed with a dual blade set that I have made. That uh, It's super fun. We can get into it later if you guys want. But 
I have recently gotten the impact mantle and tried this, and I can KO stuff faster than I've ever seen things KO. Oh so much gosh. fun. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so as a testament to um, your, your question, Lobo, if, like you, if it's just a single attack out of uh, for punishing draw, I went directly into the Helmbreaker uh, startup and did a KO. <laughs> that would be awesome. So the big stab that does a ton of damage. Um, I was at full spirit, Kai, whatever you want to call it. I was at the full red spirit level. Um, there was a sleeping. Uh, I always wear. Uh, I always have the glider mantle because of places like the Coral Highland and that kind of stuff. I just like using the glider mantle. Um, I never to, to jump to gaps and that kind of stuff. Um, well, it's I've never once I got it, it never came off of my first equipment slot. It it still hasn't. Um, but uh, the the glider mantle is got me up to a Legiana before everyone else could get to it when I went to go to sleep. Um, so I did that stab like from like just default just went straight into the stab. I KO'd the Legiana, went up and did the Helm Splitter, uh, and then killed it. <laughs> That's awesome. And Can uh, you draw into the stab? Yeah. Okay. Just our, I oh, think, really? I didn't know you could draw into that. That's cool. If if not, I'm wrong, but I definitely KO'd on that hit. I didn't do an overhead first. I'm, I'm probably uh, just used to Foresight Slash, which I've never been able to get the timing. I would love to play Longsword. But the timing on that is so weird to me after playing Brave Longsword that I, I'm having issues with it. But uh, I know that you have to... <laughs> Never touched Brave anything, so... <laughs> oh, the, it was probably the most uh, overpowered thing I think I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Double Cross, but... Um, okay, so there's supers oh, that I they have added it. to the end of each <laughs> of the Deviant Monsters. Yeah where their health and attack values are massively inflated mm -hmm. to the point that pretty much everything can one-shot you if you aren't 900-plus defense. And I, I mean, mm -hmm. it's... I guess the best way to compare it is most G-rank monsters have somewhere between 10 and 12,000 health in Double Cross. The Super Massacre Diablos, or Bloodlust Diablos, it translates a couple different ways, is um, 22,000 health. It's like 22,050. And mm -hmm. the only thing I think more broken than a Brave Longsword Jeez. was Brave Heavy Bowgun, because those are the only two Heim attacks that people did that were sub-10 minutes solo. Oh my gosh. That's insane. And the, the Brave Longsword is basically the startup of your first Spirit Slash. You know, you press R. Uh-huh. Would There's a guard point on it. And if oh. you landed the guard point, it has some ridiculously high motion value to it, and it immediately hits whatever hits you, and you take zero damage, you're at no risk, even on an extended hitbox from attacks. Like, it totally cancels the attack, basically, to you. And... Yeah, it, oh, it was a little on the broken side. But Foresight Slash kind of takes that where you can get hit, counterattack, you're totally fine, uh, but you do have to throw out that attack before you can trigger the Foresight Slash, which really is 
screwing with me. So that's why I haven't picked that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 gets me from time to time still. Um, having to do that attack beforehand. I'd love to be able to draw into the force light. I've tried <laughs> several times, but I have cool. drawn good into this stab um, quite a bit. Uh, just yeah, it it's it's fun to do, but yeah, just making that set though that has carried me up through Endgame, where now I'm working on a set that is only utilizing one three piece, which is going to be uh, Corpse Dragon, as I'll say for you, Lobo. Thank I'm you. Gonna use Corpse Dragon's three piece. Uh, no, not three pieces. Yeah, it's three pieces. Um, I think it's three. Yeah. I'm going to use that just because I don't know. I I don't. I won't say what it does, but I kind of curious what it does. It doesn't. It's it's weird wording, but it looks like it would be super powerful if it's thing if it's the way I'm thinking it works. Um, Tell you what, I will I do my best to get is. to uh, get to him by next. Oh, one. that that's the one that lets you reach. That's the one that lets you regen past yes, Red Health. And I right? don't know how that would work, but. Huh. Uh, it's natural recovery just like you would for like if you take red health and it regens up except that it will go past the red health and go all the way to full eventually correct so kind of like awesome. kind of like Nergigante Nergigante is closer I think to uh, weapon honing from 4 where when you hit something it just restores it has a chance to restore a chunk of health ah so, I gotcha. Now you got me thinking like theory crafting ability or ideas because <laughs> Bowgunner here, uh, mm-hmm. jamming that that perf like you know full regen with maybe a peak performance thing. So when I take my little chip damage, that chip damage gets fixed without me having to put my weapon away. Yeah, I and, and I think that set from Zombie Dragon actually has peak performance on it. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, I am mixing that with Kushala. Oh. Nice. And that is going to give me, I, le- I know at least Handicraft 2. Um, I don't remember what the other piece of Kushala gives me. I'm actually wearing it. Oh, Evade Extender. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that skill is, I love it. It's a one point skill. It's got and... two points on the legs. Wait, I, I thought evade extender. Do you or mean evade... evade window extender? No, I don't know. No, there's a, there's evade evade extender, which is evade distance, and then there's evade window, which is the old evasion. So, I think it's got evade extender, right? The yeah, distance. yeah, it's got the distance one. So it can go. I think it's three points max. Yep. But anything past, I mean, one is pretty decent. Two is like a lot. And three is overkill. Mm-hmm. Three is I can jump halfway across an arena, I think, in one dodge. The main reason I I was excited about Evade Extender is because <coughs> oh yeah, you're right, it is it does have three. Um, you can get it from Toby in low rank. You can get one point early on, and when you play Switch Axe and Gunlance, it affects their hops and steps now. Yeah. So it's really nice. <laughs> yep. So I will probably try to get peak performance uh, in another way. Um, I'm not using an exploit weakness charm. Ooh. So 
that is going to be there. Um, so one of the things I did, though, is all the beta. Uh, the whole thing is the beta set. Um, so I can get more skills in there. And I do believe if I do that, there are seven slots, I think. Something like that. You it's can a, jam a lot in there. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I'm excited to do that, but all I'm getting are resistance things. So that's where some of the changes I like and I dislike at the same time. So they, you no longer have to go do mining runs uh, or your you know, favorite you have to fight core hard quests or whatever yeah. to farm talismans. Talismans are craftable. But decorations no longer are craftable. Decorations are rewards from uh, basically the equivalent to Apex or Hyper Monsters. It's the post-game content uh, that you get on a regular basis. Uh -huh. You actually do get gems from high rank normals, though, too. But they are the resistance ones. Yeah, they're not you good. You do get them, but they're they're your very i did get really lucky and i got one attack oh yes i did get a one regular too. high rank hunt okay but it's i'm going to rare here. i'm going to give a uh, it's still the only attack gem here. i have and it's based on the armor set i wore in low rank lagiana has the extra rewards option or a uh, skill on its three-piece set in low rank i don't know if it still has the equivalent in high rank it has it on two-piece oh in that's high even rank. better so, mm -hmm. <laughs> because the f the four piece in high rank is the one that gives you an extra charge level for bows. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Which yeah, is... but I don't want to make a farming one because the you have to farm high level stuff. Right. If it doesn't naturally fit into your gear, it's not something that I would go out of my way for. However, yeah, I do believe I don't think any of the four piece set bonus. Um, abilities have a talisman for them but a lot of the two-piece ones i have found do have no. the option to have a talisman made to get it so punish draw you can get as a talisman i believe really? um the extra luck i know from legiana you can yeah. get as a talisman um okay i was just pointing out i really liked legiana in uh low rank as well it was a pretty easy set to make because i like fighting him yeah. and it helped out a lot in farming a lot of stuff was getting those extra rewards constantly <coughs> yeah i think you might be the only person that i've met that says you like fighting that monster <laughs> i play bowgun and gunlance <laughs> fair enough so... both of those are probably pretty easy to fight uh Legiana with i had kind of neglected my bow with the point that i had to fight that one at that point and uh, in high rank, it wasn't an option. For so me. what's what, I like? So what's I the like hard Lagiana. part about fighting? What's the hard part about fighting Lagiana? Because again, I didn't have any difficulty. So I want to know what other people are having difficulty doing. Uh, from, it flies a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like Rathalos. It flies a lot, uh, and then Ice Blight is my bane. <clears throat> uh, oh, so by the way, here's a fun upgrade. Um. I believe, and I, again, I could be wrong about this. In previous games, if you blocked Ice Blight or if you blocked certain status attacks, you would still get the status. Even if you blocked the attack, you'd still get hit with the status. Yep. Um, with Gunlance, if you're blocking Lagiana's little Ice Blast, you get nothing. You no-sell yeah, the entire attack. 
if you if you Same successfully you block it. yep if you successfully block stuff in this game it does not apply any of the status tied to it either also blocking does not eat like an insane amount of st uh, stamina i've noticed maybe i just have good enough we armor have not but... blocked nair gigante yet no nope, <laughs> probably not I blocked him. I blocked him during a yeah. Zora fight. Uh, wait till you get the real fight with him, and uh, it's a little different. Dive bomb. <laughs> that dive bomb attack. That's why everyone I know carries flash bugs. So that is that does make the sense bomb, now, though. <laughs> the dive bomb I actually had not really any issues with. The one that uh, in the random groups that I did that seemed to give people an issue was uh the the one where he like kind of rears up into the air and then punches into the ground and then shatters the spike on his arm that one yeah oh where he slashes across the ground where if like you're standing on the back well, right so thing, that's the thing right he's got a few attacks that he'll do that if he successfully hits somebody he is scripted to do the rear up and then punch into the ground and the timing is such that if you don't or if you, yeah, if you don't delay your getup from the hard knockdown, you will get hit by that second one, and it pretty much is a guaranteed cart. And it takes a long time for people to understand that. Yep. I've noticed, by the way, your uh, invincibility when you get knocked down is a lot longer than it used to be. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they, it's just a placebo They probably play-tested against Nergigante. <laughs> they took Nergigante play-test data, because, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think a lot of that is just the new game engine yeah. and how much fluid, more fluid everything is paired with the um, accurate hitboxes on monsters. Yes. I saw my oh, friend yeah. playing Hunting Horde and he went under, under somebody's tail during one of his attacks because the hunter ducked at one point and it actually missed instead of just kind of clipping him with the air. Yeah, I, I've gotten under a lot of things with the uh, spirit slash, like uh, at, through the legs and out. I will tell you that that uh, works in the monster's favors in some cases, though, also, I've discovered as a bow user. Oh. And, oh, I'm going to shoot it at its face, and it just ever so slightly turned its head to the side, and I whiffed its nose and did no damage. Yeah, I, I had troubles. Um, so I've been doing arena quests a bit because I'm trophy hunting at the same time. So when it's downtime and i just kind of want to fight something but i don't really feel like fighting nergigante for the 20th time um i've started doing arena quests and i haven't really that's where i've got to use a lot of the other weapons at this point is because they you know you pick a weapon so what i'm going to do is just do ever all the five available weapons for 10 quests to get that trophy 50 arena quests and the first two monsters which are puke puke and kulayaku um, they uh, the last weapon to choose from is a light bow gun, and it's really hard to hit the head under the wing because the wing will do the slight movement and it'll hit the wing, and it's like ah ah I just did like half the damage I would have done or yeah whatever yeah, whatever divided down to one. <laughs> I do have that problem a lot with Baroth or Bar yeah Baroth. Because now that I can see the damage numbers, you know, I can kind of know when I'm hitting the right spot. Previously, I was like, oh, I'm doing fine. Now I see when I accidentally clip his head, instead of that juicy 30, I see one. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, you just, <laughs> you know you messed up now. And it's like, it, 
<laughs> I didn't realize how hard his head was to anything. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, one change, and this is unrelated to the armors and skill kind of thing. Capturing is so much less of a headache now. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. my god! Traps arm so much faster. Well, not only that, um, but the... I mean, the tranks are easier to use. The, the tranks are easier to get and make, too. That is true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> Although I feel it's really weird that you make them from paralyzed shrooms. I keep thinking nitro shrooms, but that's for bombs. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that confuses me. I have a billion times more nitro shrooms than I need because I thought I needed them. Um, but uh, the other thing is the you can actually see when they're close to death on the map now. Yes. And it's like, okay. Uh, if your research is high enough for the monster. Yes, yeah, that is true. You do have to have at least three levels, right, for that to work? I don't know what the threshold is, but yeah, that two, at least it's, two. It's not, not two. I'm pretty sure it's not two. Um, because of me doing a ton of Jerry okay. capturing. Because I think you have to have three, and you have to have the first little notch thing clicked in when you go talk to a researcher, uh, dude. Oh, I'm talking about the notches. I'm talking about the, you have to have three notches. I think you just have to the first one, but then you also... No, the, the notches are actually scout flies, uh, and whether or not they... Like, when I was farming Odogaron, I was all the way at the end because I had done so many Odogaron hunts. What that does is it immediately shows you where he is on the map. Like, I don't even have to pick up a yeah. clue. So the notches are your scout fly levels, and then there's little stars also, and that's your monster research level. Okay. Uh, and the I research was level to the is... stars as notches. Oh, okay. There you go, Capcom. Please give us a detailed description of how that entire research thing works. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's not obvious in game, and I am just struggling through. Like, okay, what exactly am I supposed to do now to oh, level this up? Am I even allowed to level this up to the final tick? I don't know. <laughs> I've never had any problems getting to the stars. I don't. I don't care about the scout flies. It's nice when you're farming something uh, that. Uh, it's whatever. You know has a couple of different spawn locations when you first zone in you're like hey i know exactly where it's at but yeah the scout flies are less useful because if you've got max research on something in general your scout flies are pretty much going to be oh here's my first clue it's going to tell me where the monster is now yeah okay yeah it's definitely the stars that matter um yeah wow it's quite a large tangent <laughs> uh, um but I mean, that's really mostly what I had to say about the skills. It's like, I, I, I mean, they're still important. Uh, I like the changes in idea. They're simpler. Uh, they're easier to use. But I kind of feel like, uh, you know, as a, as a preview, you know, hunter of many of the previous games, I, I don't, I mean, Handicraft used to be like, you would build sets around Handicraft and something else. Like, Handicraft was, like, huge. And now you get, like, two ticks of Handicraft, and you're like, eh, it's okay. Oh, I am I like partially it. glad about that, though, because you, you had told me this previously, and I'm, I'm also just kind of looking at the Chronico for skills right now. Uh, like, for a gun set, you had to have, like, pierce up, and then you had to aim for certain skills. And so it's like, all right, I have those two skills. Now what can I maybe get for a third or fourth skill? Like, yeah. those mandatory stuff. Now it's more like, okay, what do I actually want? Like, you don't really need... Um, like i'm sorry i'm trying to find an example you don't really need leap of faith but if it's one level and you just happen to have a spot you could be like 
oh yeah sure that sounds awesome and you can throw it in instead of like scrimping for you know tiny scraps of maybe i can get an extra skill in here i i feel like yeah overall for beginners or even intermediate players people who you know maybe have played previous monster hunters maybe they've never finished g rank maybe they finished g rank but they never got into the post game stuff uh i think for those people the uh those players i think that's really going to be the new skill system's really great for that because it doesn't require looking up outside resources to make a solid set it doesn't require crazy you know this is a mandatory skill like you were saying but i think for anybody who is used to you know guild quests like the 140 guild quests and the notorious double joe oh uh, bad memories um or you know stuff like that where you're kind of pushing the absolute Mm -hmm. top of the game i think it's actually harder but my theory this is totally a theory my theory is is that Capcom is at some point going to add uh, G-Rank to this game. I don't think it's going to be a separate release of the game. I think they're just going to do it as DLC. Whether it's paid DLC or not, that's to be determined. And honestly, if it's paid, I don't care. I would pay for it. The game is totally worth the money for it. But I wouldn't mind it just being an expansion. Like, Well, that's that's <laughs> kind of what I mean by paid DLC is like an, ex- an actual expansion to it. But my guess is, is that they're trying to avoid the inflation that was for you because in for you in g rank it was not uncommon for a mixed set to have seven or even eight skills in some cases which was crazy powerful i don't think i've ever seen a game that you get that powerful um and the reason i the reason i say that is because the 140 quests in for you monsters that are in that versus even just the five star g uh, G rank, you know, the G5 hunts uh, is almost a full tier of like jumping from low rank to high rank again. And so you had to have gear that compensated for that. But then when you go back and do something that wasn't those, you would, you know, demolish multiplayer monsters solo in less time than a group of four would do it otherwise. So I kind of hoping that it's just a case of they're trying to stop the skill inflation right so that as if they add g rank then they can actually have crazy powerful sets like that that may be wishful thinking but that's i'm i'm hoping um I do, like would, idea. do you have anything else to say on skills or i do have one last thing because of the lowered requirement for skills, fashion hunting is so much easier now. Because there is... I'll, I'll give an example. I know some people sigh and hate this. I'll give an example in something I hated. In Generations, mm-hmm. I'm going to forget the exact name of the monster. There was a specific waste that you had to make for like 90% of sets that I wanted to make. It was this ugly looking fish scale, fish armor thing but it was required to be on it. And someone's going to probably be like, I know exactly what item that is. I don't remember. I don't want to remember. I hated it because you couldn't color it. It looked terrible. Now with this, you can actually say like, oh, this looks really bad. Let me find another option of something that will still give me some useful stuff instead of just, oh, I have to put this thing on. And that's where I cringe because there are certain skills that not necessarily required 
but are very commonly used. And so far, I've only found on either a single piece or maybe two pieces. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be some exceptions, but you have a lot more leeway now versus what you used to have. Overall, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I don't know how many things we can absolutely on, but I know that's going to be an important skill, but... It looks like there's a decent amount that have weakness that. exploits pretty easy to get. It's things like yeah. uh, spread or pierce up that I like for me as a bow player that I was running into that uh, you, you don't have other options. There's one option and that's it. If you don't like it, too bad. Mm. Let me take a look. Spread. Yeah. Pierce. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get the beta of corpse dragon helmet um so i haven't completed this set i'm working on yet um but the beta is to me <laughs> aesthetically far inferior to the alpha so i'm not gonna go the fashion hunter route i'm gonna go for the beta <laughs> plus side helmet. the beta lets you in gen in most monster colors the beta uh, lets you color more parts of it from what yeah, i've seen uh, I could see why in this case because there's less to the beta than there is the alpha. There's like By an the extra way, layer on the alpha. You were not kidding. Uh, spread shots come from only Levizioth. Yep. And only Greaves. Plus side, they're Greaves. That means you don't see them usually because they're the lower legs and nobody cares but about those. for um, minor spoiler is Pierce. the Pierce one is only on the Rathalos waist and not just the regular one but the Azure yep. one. And... Uh. And only on the alpha, right, not even on the, the beta, just skill. the alpha. And Holy I was crap. doing my original bow set, the one that I have. It's kind of for elemental bows because the four-piece Rathalos is elemental crit. So if you have an affinity-based set and something that uses element, then that mm. element damage can also crit, which is kind of nice. But I was using two-piece regular Rathalos and two-piece mm. Soul, which is the Azure Rathalos. And having red armor and blue armor that you can't color the main parts of the armor it's the highlights on the armor oh it uh, oh it, it, it no the, it <laughs> my inner no it's bad i don't like it i don't want to think about it and then normal shots only come yep. from diablo screws so the nice thing is all of those do at least have a decoration that you can use to put in your gear to get the since it's a single point skill you can get them but they are, uh, oh, really? I believe, uh, a level two. Rare. I believe they're a level two uh, gem. But they don't come until you get to the very end post-game rewards because they are the highest tier uh, gem level. Which is something else that's a little different, is you have the level one, the level two, and the level three decorations. Mm -hmm. And just because they take that size of a slot does not determine the tier of rarity that they are. <clears throat> so, like, earplugs seem to be uh, a tier two one, mm -hmm. and not as uncommon but... as things like attack, which actually appears to be a tier three one. <laughs> so, what I'm seeing now means is it seems more like now it's uh, don't plan around gems or decorations, whatever they're called now. Don't plan around those. Plan around making a set, and then if you happen to get a decoration that you like drops, then you can redesign it's it kind around of, that decoration. Yeah, kind of. And since they're less impactful than the talismans used to be, I still prefer this system over the old system. 
but I can say that for the yeah. most part, you can plan really, really nice sets without a single decoration. And then having extra decorations down the road will basically give you a free skill that you otherwise wouldn't have, and you can make it whatever you want it to be. So in my case, I've kind of fallen in love with speed eating. Speed eating in this is so good. And, speed eating is awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so two of three is generally what I run. Yeah, because the But potions. I put three of three in just for giggles one time. And I can drink a mega potion faster than I can sheath my weapon. Wow. Whoa. See, that like, actually seems shocking. like it'd be good combined with, like, wide range or something like that. I It probably is amazing with wide range. Also, uh, there's I, five ranks on wide range. Holy sh crap. I have I have a sword that has two or three ranks on wide range, and it's so funny. A it's sword? Like, yeah, yeah, because it slots. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I put... I, I, so every time I drink a potion, it, it, all of those messages come up. It's like thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like at the end, it's always like Forton got the most assists, and people were throwing down health things, and I was keeping mind of myself and stuff. I was being totally greedy. It's like, hey, I got support master for being selfish and drinking ten potions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! By the way, uh, um. Sorry, just you mentioned those cards at the end. I don't see that a, did the most damage thing like ever show up. I've seen it twice. I've seen it once, <laughs> and it was my HR fifty quest to rebreak again at fifty and unlock the third tier of the special hunts, and it is against a uh, Kirin, which oh, God. and. <laughs> <laughs> Kirin is notoriously painful to hunt regardless of what weapon you are because blade masters you bounce anywhere but the head and for me as a bow user where everything is super centered around dragon pierce because of how good dragon pierce is I can't pierce him it hits maybe three <laughs> times so this this was the inspiration for yeah. me to make the normal and spread shot armor set that I'm working on right now is that I was trying to deal with hunting this Kirin and it was painful. But I had a buddy of mine come along with a heavy bowgun and slicing shot it to death. Uh, he tried to do lance, but he said that no, that just wasn't he, he wasn't feeling that. That was bad. But um, yeah, he uh, came along with heavy bowgun and at the end of it, it said most damage done and it was something like 12,500 damage and I sat there and I'm like I can't have done more than about 4,000 so <laughs> I think for a damage one to come up it has to be dramatically in favor of that person where yeah. <laughs> it's not just a hey this guy did more damage haha look at me it's a I should have just solo hunted true. this monster because you didn't do anything <laughs> Yeah, it's so more the, of a card the, of everybody go thank this person yes, right now. Yes, that's that's really what it is. <laughs> so the two times I've seen it, once was my friend who was a dual dual blade guy, and once it was me. And I was uh, so I have quite a few friends who are n behind us, and uh, maybe not significantly in some cases, but some are. Um, so one friend was wanting to farm a great Jagras okay. because he's brand new, right? Um, and I was like, okay, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I specifically crafted 
the paralysis charge blade just to go back and play with charge blade a bit. Because um, up to this point, I had exclusively used lance. Well, I go in with this charge blade, and I just, like, I'm getting back into charge blade playing it at that quest. I'm, like, I'm guard pointing him, um, doing the, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, the, the sword charging up your sword and hitting him like i was just like executing everything perfectly and i was having a lot of fun with it and he was like dang it looks like you're having an easy time with it we get to the end and i had done like something like 2000 like 300 damage which i'm sure was like inches away from killing it <laughs> for a yeah. low rank monster yeah that's probably 80 percent of the total health yeah, it, it was has. uh it was crazy so yeah um Okay, well, I think uh, that pretty well sums up our, our armor and skills talk, so maybe we can transition right into the bow guns here. I so, can cover bow pretty well, but I'll let you go into the bow guns themselves, because I'm pretty clueless, other than I hate slicing shot as a melee user. I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of slicing shot, I'll agree with that. It's great for hitting tails when nobody brought a, a, a blade master weapon, though. That is really fun. Um, I think that's part of the reason why it does so much damage now is because of the fact that um, previously slicing shot actually kind of sucked for taking tails off. It was it didn't do enough, and you had to use like all of your ammunition to take off the tail. And if you missed, you just couldn't take the tail off. Boomerangs. Someone's, <laughs> someone's gonna tell me wrong and say, "Oh, it's super easy." Whatever, I don't care. Um, but now I can usually lop off a tail with 20 shots max, 10 shots if I'm doing something really low. And it does a lot of damage, obviously. But I think part of that's because of the fact that they they didn't separate the tail damage from any other damage. So because the tail's a weak point, using it on any weak point does a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. But... Anyways, moving past just slicing shot, bow guns yes, have changed yes quite a bit, and I am very happy with them. Having the right stick has been a blessing, and it's been great. I imagine with bows, it's also extremely good having the right stick. I got pretty good at just L-targeting and face shooting uh, and letting it auto-aim and not actually using the little nub on my new 3DS. But but uh, yes. I gotta say, having actual aim control... Very nice. Uh, and unrelated to bow guns, yeah. but same mechanic, the uh, other class, or the other weapon class that benefited from this really highly is uh, Insect Glaive, because targeting your Kinsect now is the same way. Mm-hmm. And you can you can vertically target oh, yeah. your Kinsect now. <laughs> yep. Does it actually go oh, up? Oh, yes. It angles it yep. now. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, you can shoot it almost above you, right? You yeah, can you can pretty it much shoot you. it as straight as you can get your camera to point. Yeah. So that's really nice. I'm finding myself taking a lot of... Um, well, with, with Bogan previously, I would I would actually pay attention to where the monster was spatially around me. So I'd have a lot of times where I would just point at the camera and shoot because I knew exactly where the monster would be. Right. I haven't been doing that anymore, Not bec- not only because I have a right thumbstick, but now because... It's easier to hit weak points. It's a lot better to actually aim. You know, yeah, actually aim and do- look for it because right. you know, since they're emphasizing weak points, I actually it's a lot better. Now. Went in and uh, you know, pro tip here: uh, you can change your camera controls so that when you 
target a monster, it doesn't focus on them and always keep them center camera, which... Oh, yeah, I don't use that. I just right. use L1. I, to I also do, quick but flip, I've gotten so used to the uh, right stick now that I forget that I can do that sometimes, and I find myself slowly panning. I mean, it's not that slow, but, you know, panning my camera 180 to get something that's jumped behind me instead of just tapping L1 and having it, you know, immediately flip my camera for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, I, I just find myself blind firing a lot less. Um,. I notice my I'm not using less um, just the way you play bowgun changes because previously you wanted something that had a huge clip, could fire normal twos, pierce twos, pierce threes, you know you want a ton of recoil down and stuff like that because that's how you had to play bowgun is you had to right set up and now, spam a lot. Answer me this because I never even touched a bowgun because it was too complicated for me in four, uh, okay. and I only just lightly touched it in double cross because brave bowgun was broken i mean it was broken yeah but uh was siege mode always a thing siege mode has been a thing for a while i'm not sure if it's always been because i unfortunately started with for you okay. but it was a thing and in for you then it was a thing in for you and you could take it off though um there was a limiter like you know how uh in well you didn't play bow but in in older games you had to manage your attachments on the bow. Okay. And it was different than they have now. In older games, you either put a shield on, you put a silencer on if you're a light bow gun, which reduced recoil for some reason. And or you put a power barrel on, which made it do more damage. Right. I do remember that much from Double Cross. That was there. You could also at one point do a limiter removal. Okay. Which got rid of your siege fire, but I'm going to mess up a detail here. It gave you larger clips, larger amounts of bullets before you had to refire for a lot of your ammo types. And then I think also it did just made it do more damage, but you lost your siege fire. So Uh, I was going to say that siege fire and rapid fire started in freedom. uh, Okay. Um, it could have been in Freedom 2. I'm a little more fuzzy on that. Um, I never uh, I never really got into a lot of different weapons in Freedom 2. I just sort of went hammer and stuck with hammer. Um, but it definitely wasn't a thing in Monster Hunter 1. It wasn't in, it wasn't in Gen 1. You were just shooting. There wasn't any special mechanic to it. Um, so it's it's been... Uh, it's an old mechanic to have seed okay. mode and that kind of stuff, but it's not its not something that has always existed. Right. You couldn't do that in okay. one. Kind so, of like the charging up greatswords. It it's, it's bread and butter, but you couldn't do that in one. Okay. So part of that was that they when, they, when it was moving to Worlds and I found out they removed it, I was upset, distraught. You know, Fortran heard yeah. me complain way too much about it. Um, but it wasn't gone. It was just used differently. Yeah. So I was because it's it's because of how the playstyle changed. Because I was used to, yeah. you wait till you had an obiting, you got your siege mode, you ripped its face open with a ton of really fast bullets, then you hopefully rolled out of the way or got it before you got hit in the face, and mm-hmm. that was it. You had really big bursts of damage, and then you'd pack your gun away, try to find a better spot, and then do it again. Um, now, uh you can just you can fire on the move and you can aim all the time and mm-hmm. you don't have to be stuck 
there's also the fact of the one of the other biggest upgrades is ammunition i noticed loads quite a bit faster that is a nice change. there's not as many that have a super long reload animation and the fact that ammunition stays loaded between bullet types you start off with every bullet loaded in your gun uh yes. so full loads that's cool. dead which is good because now you can just do it whenever um whenever you go to reload if you just hold triangle it not only loads your current one but then proceed to just auto load everything in order that isn't full so I see less sets built around like, oh, you have to build, you know, pierce up. And then this entire gun is about pierce. Um, now I see a lot of where it's you fire all your normal two shots, switch down to pierce. You fire all your pierce shots, switch to pierce two. You fire all your pierce twos. You know, you kind of go through your ammunition. Mm-hmm. So it makes, I don't know, it seems to bring a lot more depth to the bow gun than it previously used to have. And then, you know, your special ammunition, the special shots being the snipe and the chain gun, Wyvern Heart, I think it's called. Uh, they're kind of like fun little cooldowns that you get to use. Kind of like, uh, I equate them to Wyvern Fire on your gun lance. Every gun lance likes using Wyvern Fire because it's a big, cool explosion that does a ton of damage. And bow guns now have a version of that. Um, and they're, from what I've seen, they're not, one is not better than the other mostly okay. just because based on the monsters you have to fight because that pierce the dragon snipe one is basically like a super pierce shot it goes from one side of the monster until it exits the other and <laughs> i would say the only thing is the cooldown it's on that cool for it to come back up is 90 it's 90 seconds for the snipe as opposed to 300 seconds for a full mm. heart Really? I, I never actually timed it. Um, yeah, I, I looked that up. And so you can get three snipes off for one full minigun volley, basically. Yeah. Big thing about so minigun in, is you don't have to use the whole gauge, though. Correct. It, you can use it partway through, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, the minigun also is really good for things that have really terrible gunner hit zones. So things yep. like a Rathalos, where the head is the only weak point for a gunner, uh, it's really nice for that. Because not only is that the only weak point and the only place you care to hit, but if you continue to hit the same spot with that, it increases the damage. Flinches. Yeah. Really? So the longer you sit there and shoot something with uh, Wyvern Heart, the more damage it'll do to that spot, as long as you keep hitting the same spot. So that's Hmm. good to know, actually. Um, Which also, again, makes it more like a fun cooldown versus just like... Well, I have to do this now. It's it's something you look forward to being able to do. Because right. versus sitting and pinking normal twos off something's face like it was used to be the norm, it yeah. feels so much better. Also, uh, piercing ammunition is much easier to get into now. Previously, you didn't really touch pierce until you had a bunch of specific armor skills, and then you only use it on certain monsters and stuff. Now you can pierce right off the bat. Materials don't cost anything in this game because... You can just pick up Which a is fantastic. berry and it gives you 30 ammunition or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice that they removed zero. a lot of the barriers to entry for gunning. Which... <laughs> and I think that was my biggest problem is like a lot of the games I wouldn't touch gunning until later on. Or I would gun for a while and then be like, oh, time to put this down. Right. I don't have any ammunition. I still occasionally have that because I have my... I only have access to one slot on okay. my farm right now. 
And I have it eternally producing parachrooms. I think I always had mine eternally producing honey up until, I don't know, a couple mm-hmm. days ago. So I think I have something like nine or 900 or 1,000 honey. I think I'm set. Wow. But in previous games, uh, I always ran out of honey. I just never had enough. And Yeah. <laughs> I think you can pick up a lot. Uh, you get too, less though. per tree, but they're in much more convenient locations. and They're yeah. also big and obvious, and you don't have to sit and squat. Right, and them. you can you grab it on grab the fly, it which is really nice. So, um, But yeah, I, I definitely yeah. have more honey than I will ever need. So I've started doing... Stuff for like trank bombs and max potions and stuff, but which is also nice because I don't feel bad using max potions anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're my default now. Um, I start using maxes and then if I'm anything below half, I just pop a max. Yeah. Or I'm just happy because oh, go on. Oh, I was gonna say the food skills changed a little bit too. It's really hard to eat for a specific skill now. Uh, so a lot yeah. of times I'll only end up with like plus 20 max health or something going into a hunt so at that point i don't mind popping a max potion anymore right at the beginning and just being having that safety net like i don't feel bad doing it so everything is cheaper now which is great regarding bows um some of your some of your uh later stuff still gets a little more expensive like obviously the higher rank um status shots yeah actually plus it's weird um, cluster shots are cheaper than like paralysis shots for me. <laughs> wow, okay. that is weird. Yep. Um, plus, they also give you a ton. Like every single early rank game or early rank quest gives you a bunch of sticky shots and a bunch of cluster shots in the item box. Mm. Every single one, and then to upgrade it from there, you just usually just combine it with like some gunpowder upgrade it or something like that. They do that with uh, power coatings also for bow and. Even when I was doing hunts as, you know, hammer or whatever else, I would go out of my way to make sure that I grabbed the power coatings so that when I did finally pick up bow again, because I knew I would, uh, I had tons and tons of it. I feel bad for bows because gunners get like a whole row of ammunition and the bow's like, here's some coatings, bye. <laughs> like, you don't get nearly as much ammunition. But the trade-off yeah. is I think my para coatings I can buy from the vendor for something like... 22 zenny a piece yeah <laughs> it's dirt cheap by comparison to what it is for bowgun but that's my biggest thing is that they made barrier for entry for bowgun a lot easier they also made it so i feel like you you don't have to rely on armor skills like previously this i think this is part of the whole there's no difference between blade masters and gunners anymore uh you scroll right. through the list of armor skills there's not like oh reload speed up and uh deviation down and um, all this other stuff that you used to have to worry about. Like even load up is not even required. It's it's paired with free element. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which is still uh well so oh no they split it. So there's load up which is paired with free element, but then they've split it now where load up is no longer the thing that also affects uh gun lance, gun lance yeah. and charge blade. That one's now capacity up, I think is what they called it. Yep. Which is good that that's split up too, because it means you don't have to again fight for skills and stuff like that. You can find capacity up. Right, and it's a single point one. But unlike what it used to, at least for charge blade, I don't know how it worked with gun lance. But uh, charge blade, it only gives you one additional file. It used to give you two. So 
Yeah, Gunlance, you've, you only ever gave you one vial, which it was really hard to justify 10 points in it for right. one... I could totally see that. You know, um, one shot. It wasn't generally. terrible to justify for Charge Blade, but it was really hard to fit in with the other, you know, necessary skills, if you will. That's sure. part of Gunner, too, is that making Gunner armor used to be a chore of, like, hunting for stats and hunting for skills now, and now a lot of that's handled. Um, the other fun thing is customizing your bow guns now because no longer are attachments just put on the power battle. Previously, that was all you ever did. You never used shield. You just well, put on the power battle. You can have multiple <laughs> of them now, right? Yes. So it scales based on your the rank of your gun, the rarity of your gun. Okay. Like any of the white rarity guns are just probably going to have one. You know, you, you can put one attachment on. And then once you get into the green ones, you can get two attachments and then eventually three. And they stack with each other. So you have a lot more customizability between the guns as well, too. So it's not just throw power barrel on. Um, there's actually, I believe, five. I'm going to get this wrong, but there's five now. Um, one's it improves your close range damage. So in case you just like fighting up close or using normal shots or what have you. Spread shot spam, go. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Just because you mentioned spread shots, and I don't want to forget. Spread shots, formerly known as pellet shots, are not infinite piercing anymore. And they did not beat the crap out of your fellow blade masters. You can use spread shots now while other people are hunting. That's also you. really nice to know. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if you're still shooting from far away, yeah, you're going to flinch them. But it's not going to be nearly as bad as you know what it used to be so because if you're up close to the monster because some of them have like rapid fire spread shot if you're close to the monster next to its face and you're firing directly into its face you're probably not going to actually hit that hammer that's also there as long as you're shooting at the face so you have close-up shots so you can actually specialize in something like that or you can have far away uh damage up so you can specialize in pierce stuff and since they stack with each other, you could put just three range damage up mods on it if you wanted to. Um, or you could go with recoil assistance, and it helps the recoil on certain ammunition. Um, you can also obviously get rid of your um, deviation. But uh, the thing to note is with the recoil up and also the reload assistance, um, it doesn't affect every ammunition type. And this is something I haven't had enough chance to experiment with and test out because it appears that each level of like recoil assistance you put on will affect other types of ammunition. Interesting. So if I put one attachment of reload assistance on, it may help out with uh, pierce two and three, spread two and something else. And then if I put a second one on, it'll hit up other types of ammunition. So... You're not just getting across the board better. So you have to actually pay attention a little bit when you're customizing your bow guns, which is kind of nice. And it makes you consider other options for your gun. And it, again, it enforces that thought in my mind of no longer, well, this is a pierced gun. This is a normal gun. This is a spread gun. It's more like it does all this guns. Um, it's nice. Obviously, you can put on shields as well. And they actually made it so the heavy bowgun shield is not worthless. You can stack shields too. So if you put three shields on, it will block a lot of attacks. If you're not... I noticed 
even from the beta, it's I didn't I haven't played a bowgun yet so far in the actual game, but uh, I could block a Diablos charge with a single shield mod on the heavy bowgun, and I took less chip damage than I did as as a lance. Yeah, I'm about to I'm probably gonna be testing that this week too, is just trying out different uh, mods and seeing how they combine. But it's one of those things of you know if you want to play bowgun, have at it. It's free to play now in terms of like. You don't have to worry about spending tons for ammunition. You don't have to worry about saving up to have ammunition. They got rid of shell casings. Unfortunately, bow guns still have their little or uh, bows vials. still have their yeah. empty vials, file things. But that doesn't exist for bow guns anymore. They got rid of it, so I don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about having shell casings in your inventory to make more ammunition. The nice thing, at least for bows, is the files do go in your ammo portion of your storage really yeah okay so even though you've got them it's not the end of the world what that does let you do is you can take more than an additional 20 files with you and uh you can take you know nitro shrooms or you can take parish shrooms or whatever you want to make more of a special type of ammo or uh, a special coating and you don't have to worry about going back and getting more files or not being able to bring enough to do more types of ammo. Because before you basically took 20 files and 20 uh, nitro shrooms, and that was your power coatings. Um, and that was it. That's all you could take with you. you if you ran out of those, yeah. you, you were done. You didn't have anything more. Or if you wanted parashot, you know, para- paralyzed coatings and power coatings, well, you couldn't do it because you can only take 20 files with you. So that's no longer a thing. You can carry... It's something stupid. It's I, I think you can carry a thousand files on you at once. <coughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason not to have them if you're ever going to craft more ammo. Holy cow, that's awesome. But they've done two things for bow, as far as... Well, since we're on this, is power coatings no longer have two ranks. Can... There's only one rank. So before, it used to yeah. be that power coating one was a 20... 20% increase hmm. in damage and power coating 2 was a 50% increase so it was drastic like power coatings were required they were necessary um, what they've done is there's only one now it's only power coatings and it's 30% so it's not hmm. as drastic as it used to be but it is better than the previous level 1 coating was but what they've done is they've given you close range coatings, which also only certain bows used to be able to use before and nobody ever used because nobody ever wanted to get that close to a monster. I use them as a, I ran out of power coatings and I don't know what to do next. <laughs> In world now, though, they it still is, you have to be really close to the monster, so it's really risky to use, but it is a 25% increase. So it's only 5% less than the power coatings and it's infinite. So it's really not, a, with the mobility options that they've given you with like the power slide and whatever else, it's not the worst thing in the world to actually be that close, and you still get the damage bonus. By the way, note about power slide. I didn't know that when you do that, it auto-aims at the monster for you, as long as you don't touch the right stick. I didn't know that either until earlier today. Like, I found it out, and I'm like, oh my god, I've been adjusting my camera, and I could have just been nailing so this. So have I. Shots. Oh, I did not know that. And it's it's... I found out that's how people aim when they do the power slide into a wall where you do the run up and then do the jump off spread shot. I could never aim that oh, accurately. Yeah. And what I found out is 
Oh, because you were I trying, was trying to aim, aim it as, as I falling. was falling. Lots of quality of life stuff. Um, how is Elemental Bow now, by the way? I haven't, I didn't try it out yet. So, I, I, you had asked me a question earlier before we started the podcast, and essentially what I had found is, up to this point, since they introduced Blast, you either had two options. You ran a really, really, really high raw bow that you just used power coatings and that was it, or you found a bow that had Blast on it because Blast was overpowered and would break parts and stun monsters or trip monsters and it just gave you a whole bunch of free damage. Blast they seem to have balanced in that, at least for bows, in that there's only three bows that have Blast on it in general. Right. Not like natural still Blast. coatings. There's still Blast there's still blast coatings, and there's quite a few of them that can actually use it, surprisingly. But it's 20 yeah. shots, you're done. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to make more. But um, power coatings and close-range coatings, I still find better for the most part, unless you're specifically trying to break a specific part. Because blast is still great at breaking parts. Diablo's face. <laughs> Rathalos wings. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, what about the elemental ones? So... S- up to this point, though, like I said, elemental bows kind of just fell off. Like, they weren't good in 4, they weren't yeah. good in Generations, they weren't good in Double Cross. Elemental bows in this, because of the changes to Blast, and it not being overpowered by itself anymore anyways, paired with the fact that the three Blast bows in the game, only two, uh, only one of the three of them even has it without free element, and none of them can use power coatings. So because of that, elemental bows... Right which pretty much all can use power coatings, uh, paired with the amount of element now that they've put on elemental bows, actually makes them really strong. Um, So there's a couple of different paths. One is what I was doing initially with my element-based bow set, where I get element crit, and then I run weakness exploit and critical eye and whatever, and I end up with 70 or 80% crit. Paired with elemental crit, you do a lot of elemental damage. And if you look at the bow, they all have, I think, end top tier elemental bows are like 204 mm. raw damage. It's not a lot by comparison to some of the raw bows that are up in the 280 range. And you're like, oh, that's really, wow, that's lackluster. And then you look at the element, and it's like 280. Yeah, I noticed they seem to have upped the and elements all around the board, too. Like, a lot of other weapons have, are, have big elements in numbers now is probably true um but it's it's crazy the amount of element that you can do and i haven't done it somebody was telling me about it the other day but there's some setup that you can run that runs elemental crit with whatever the element is you're using say you're using the toby kadachi bow so you have a thunder up so you've got thunder up plus elemental crit plus weakness exploit plus critical eye and i don't know Say you've got spread shot thrown in there to boost your power shots. You end up doing tons of elemental damage, and it's really good for killing stuff quick. But elemental damage isn't so great at breaking parts. So there's a little bit of a trade-off there. So far, it does seem like part breaking is tied to raw damage and not elemental damage. I did want to point out... uh, But they are... All they are 100% viable in this, by the way. All the elemental attack up skills are pretty good, like plus 30, plus 60, plus 100, and then they get percentage bonuses on top of the 100. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> and then 
as as you might have noticed, I didn't talk anything about elemental gunning or light bow. Yeah, isn't gunning. that well? There's rapid cause... two now for light or rapid rapid fire, I guess, for light bow gun, right? Yes, there is still rapid fire. It's so not as common as it used to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. I only have the the beta or the demo, whatever you want to call it, as experience. But that one had rapid fire on the elemental shots, which they pierced. Yes. Now, is that an element? Is that an element of the element shot itself, or is that an element of the rapid fire? So it is part of the piercing, but it's also kind of I'm not going to say misconception. It doesn't actually pierce. Um, so they changed bullets a little bit here. Heavy or uh, normal threes used to ricochet. They hit. They did less than normal twos, but they hit multiple places. Multiple yeah, times. and it didn't. Okay. It didn't really pierce. It just kind of shotgunned wherever it felt like it. So. Shooting under a wing was funny. Shooting between the legs was fun. Um, but now, normal three just hits hard. It hits like an artillery shell. But normal twos have... Or not normal twos, but no. Elemental shots, they do their initial damage. And also, sometimes... I don't know the percentage of this. I haven't messed with it enough to give a, son- call a concrete answer. Sometimes, like, the casing or something like that will fly off and also like hit separately as like a, a little ricochet like it uh it breaks into multiple parts so okay. it is getting a second hit in i'm not sure if it's always getting a second hit in but it is on occasion um as the uh, and the times it's not you may just be lucky and it may have ricocheted into a direction that doesn't hit the monster or something yeah so it's one of those i'm going to have to i'll probably just take uh elemental bow gun and just go just do terrible things to a Jagras in the name of science <laughs> to just <laughs> analyze exactly how it works. But that is one thing I haven't messed with too much because unfortunately, while everything else in gunning is cheap, elemental gunning is still kind of hard because the stuff to make the ammunition isn't as common as everything else. It's still pretty cheap. I mean, I'm sure if sure. you just went to an expedition and you, you like went finding those herbs, you could do it pretty quickly. They just don't seem to make as much ammunition as the raw bullets or sense. the, you know, explosive and status bullets. So um, we should wow. probably start wrapping up here. We're at an hour forty yep. almost. <laughs> so um, that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot to go through. Um, I'm pretty sure I have twenty minutes of silence on my end. Because I was like, whoa. I could probably there's, do... There's so much to bows now. And bows. Bo- bows and bow guns, both. And we... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm... I didn't even get into... Not only is rapid firing less uh, common, but now we have this single shot, uh, like, lever action style thing that's on certain certain yeah. ammunitions where it's got, like, a little down arrow <clears> and there's only one yeah, bullet it... in the clip. But it's like a but lever it action. Reloads fast. Yeah, yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that was a very in-depth conversation on bow guns. My gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I have much to, uh, to to say on them. I used them a bit, and uh, the demo wasn't. I mean, I'm not a bow gunning person anymore, even though that's how I started my Monster Hunter career back in the day. Um, but back in the day, I was using, like, you know, like a freaking heavy bow gun that was like seven times your size. And, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, 
a much different game back then too i just say give it a try to everybody like it's changed a lot and it's not you know there's no such thing as gunners and blade masters anymore we're all hunters now we were all hunters before we just you know wore different armors (laughs) i was trying to make an inspirational Uh, thing there Uh, sorry. Uh, the well, what I'm gonna say is I have tried the the bow guns and the heavy bow gun uh, with the demo and a bit and the arena quests where you just basically here pick a weapon. Um, I'm still not a huge fan of them personally. It's nothing against them uh, in general. It's just not how I play anymore. Um, I'm. I'm just apparently just going to go with the popular weapon and say longsword right now. Every time the Bavarian talks to me, he's like, hey, you're using the number one weapon. I'm like, I still know. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, uh, cool. Is there any final thoughts that you guys had to um, say or are we good to go? Don't be afraid. Uh, oh, I was going to oh, say, don't ahead. be afraid to experiment. Every... There's a lot of things that are super viable now. You don't have to worry about f- playing in the meta. Just try whatever looks fun. I, honestly, I was going to say something similar. Is that there, Unless you're pushing for time attacks, at which point you already know what you're doing, uh, You know, everything's totally useful. Uh, I haven't. The only thing I've found that makes something significantly faster than anything else is playing with people that know what they're doing with the weapon. Alrighty, thank you hunters for joining us today and remember we'll see you next quest happy hunting and thanks for having me along Thank you, Hunters, for listening today. You can catch us on SoundCloud or any past episodes on Google Drive download or YouTube.